gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Sean's got hard big dick energy, it's crazy. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Spelt Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hey, what's up, fat daddy? <laughs> playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Girthy game master, what you got? Playing Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Hi. <laughs> She's just so I, proud of herself. I, I yeah. think something to consider is that maybe people don't want to have to hear about my right, you know yeah. what okay, I mean? Do it again, do it again, do yeah. it again. <laughs> Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the second run-through of the intro for this episode of Spelt Lore, because the last one was too inappropriate even for our standards. Joining me is always playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian Abdul Aziz. You're what? No! <laughs> <laughs> Playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian Abdul Aziz. Hi. Hello, everybody. Here's the boring intro where we don't talk about Shine's. No! <laughs> <laughs> Playing being the half out druid, Paul Oppers. The thing is that Jessica says she. But I think it's just because. We gotta bleep all this out. And playing Vat and Billy, the half link thief, Jessica Ty. Okay, my. And yeah. also, I use the smallest all the time. Cannot get it out. Hurts to put it up. That sucks. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, what sucks. you're thinking? Yes. Absolutely happened. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you you wanna if you wanna hear the unedited version, patrons, too bad. <laughs> also, what do you do with a period cup that you can't use? On your own. You, yeah. I know, you prank your friends, I guess. <laughs> Sell it on the black market? Yeah. Use it for crafts, I would. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. little gnomes. <laughs> yeah. You can make popsicles in it because you can turn them inside oh, out. The popsicle yeah. stays its form. Are they silicone? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can make like poached eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An egg can't fit in it, though. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a little guy. Oh, it's oh a bunch of eggs can fit in there. <laughs> this is the yolk. Yeah, technically a bunch could. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Game time. When last we left our heroes, they had sprung a trap upon the famed Garden Snake of McCall. A fight ensued in which everybody was doing pretty well. Billy, like, lassoed her with a bedsheet. Ving trapped the bedsheet in the door, so she was restrained. She was trying to cut herself loose. Billy stole the knife. Tuck kicked the door off a closet. Hit Ving, who ping-ponged the door into the Garden Snake. People were getting slapped. People were getting punched. People were getting thrown in pillowcases. People were also turning into 30-foot-long king cobras. She's a shapeshifter. She wow. is a shapeshifter. Uh, she has what look like a series of tattoos running down both of her arms, but are, in fact, the diamond pattern bands of the cobra. Oh, that's her oh. tail. Yeah, her tail is, is the snake bands on her arms. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, it was either going to be that. I was trying to think of what her tell could be. I was like, maybe snake eyes. That's too obvious. Because I wanted it to be the thing where you didn't know necessarily. But if you looked her in the eye and you saw snake eyes, you'd be like, oh, she's a snake. <laughs> oh, she's either a snake or a vizier, guys. <laughs> Look into my cane. <laughs> but that would be... Me. <laughs> That's the best line in any but Disney movie. Uh, yeah, she turned into a 30-foot-long King Cobra, and the fight got a little bit scarier from there. Billy stabbed her through the tail. Ving held her down and then tucked through her in a pillowcase. After the fight ended, we discovered that the, the spear that she stole from the apartment that belonged to Ving's father also belonged to her father because they are... The same father. Jeez, wheeze. She's Ving's half-sister. Pretty cool. Family reunion. We're taking her at her word. And when that was like being figured out, like in the middle of it, Tuck went into like Sherlock Holmes mode in his head where he was like, her father owns the spear and also his father owns the spear. And then it was like a family tree diagram (laughs) that generated. And then he was like, but how can two men own the same spear? And then it's like, it started saying, it's like, maybe they're from different universes. And then he's like, maybe they're twin brothers who shared a spear. And this whole time we're talking about how we have the same dad. Yeah, and you guys had already. <laughs> yeah. And then you like can't you come to it from your own like brain and you're like, "Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense." Yeah, you guys are brother and sister. Uh-huh. Uh and that conversation went on for a little bit. A little bit of detail here and there. Her mom was a merchant of some kind who used to make trips to the principalities in the Great Forest. She didn't say what for, but if you think back, there's probably a thing that we've already seen. Oh, you mean the Ironwood? The Ironwood. Oh. Yeah. That's why she would have been in the Elven Forest. Yes, to, to buy uh, Ironwood from the Elves. Cool. And bring it back to, the, to McCall to build the library shelves. Cool. Oh. And Okay, so things that we learned about the Garden Snake. Her real name is Shia. She is hiding out with the Sedell family, the family that is responsible for the upbringing of McCall's viziers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is in her 70s, but she looks like she's 20, like late teens, early 20s. And she has basically just been, you know, behind palace walls, kind of hiding out because they she doesn't want to give away the fact that she's extremely long-lived. Yeah. And she offered to let you guys hide out with her in her home because she found you. And the jackals found you, so it'd be pretty easy for the light guard to find you at Cash's apartment. Oh, and that was the other thing she told us was that the light guard hired her <laughs> yes, to Let- toss our place. Yeah, basically to confirm that it was you three. Yeah. And hopefully Perel. And now they know Perel because mm-hmm. they stole his journal. Right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And they stole our roommate. Yeah, they kidnapped Cash. So we've gone on a journey to go save him. Oh, yes. Uh, in preparation for this uh, midnight clandestine meeting with the light guard to recover their friend, Shia, in her garden snake guise, has agreed to wait on the rooftops above your meeting place with your weapons and drop them at the code word baklava, which is not really a code word so much as a thing you all shouted as a non sequitur. <laughs> uh, and after calling out baklava, you held your hands out waiting for your weapons to drop. And there was a long moment where nothing happened. And that is where we find our heroes now. She fucked us. Fuck! And then your weapons drop into your hands. 
<laughs> uh, do you guys want to roll? Should we be rolling to catch these weapons? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's all going to be dexterity. 2d6 yeah. plus dexterity for everybody. Oh, hell yeah. 10. Sick. Here we go. 7. Okay. 9. Okay. <laughs> so Billy's the only one that succeeds outright. What did she take for Billy? Rocks? Oh, yeah, my handful of rocks. <laughs> so uh, they fall down like rain. And instead of catching them, I slap them and punch them so that they like ping pong off all the light guards who have cornered us. Cool. Yeah. Sick. So do I roll for that? Uh, we'll, we'll say what happens to these guys' weapons first. So on a seven to nine, partial success. I mean, uh, I stuck out my moss hand to make it more dramatic and uh-huh. it just went right through my moss hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so it's in your hand, but it's harder to use. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to have to do another defy danger if you want to actually use it in an attack. Damn it. Yeah. Larry, Terry, and Chad, it falls most of the way and gets stuck in the wall of a building that you're next to within reach, but you might have to jump for it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> How is, what's the orientation? Where's the axe and where's Fathom? Uh, so Fathom is right there mm-hmm. at that wall. So like, what, 10 feet away? Yeah, wow. he's like 10 feet in front of us. Ooh, so close. Yeah. Closer and then than I thought. four uh, faceless light guard mooks behind you mm-hmm. and then four behind Fathom. Okay. These guys look like they were pretending to be like tetherball hooligans. Oh, yeah. So they're just wearing like I heart bone crusher. <laughs> Shiny shorts. Yeah. Uh, and there's a there's a dumpster next to Billy. In my mind, I was just imagining a dumpster next to Billy. I don't know why. Cool. Yeah. And where's the axe? In the wall next to Tuck. Oh, abo- it's just above in the wall. Head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She tried to drop it towards you, like give it a little push and it went too far and the stone cutting axe chopped into the wall. That's probably why it took so long for her to get it because <laughs> she like was like ready and then she like looked down. And she's like, how the fuck am I going <laughs> to? It's a bunch of r- loose rocks, an axe and a spear. And they're like 60 feet down. I can't aim that well. <laughs> this axe is so fucking heavy too. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So that's where we are. And Billy is in a position to attack right away. So what does Billy do? Who are you going for? All of them. I have eight rocks. You can attack one of them at a time. What? No, I'm slapping the rocks. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> you don't uh, get a fucking fat, area. Fat, a dude behind me. Okay. He has a big forehead. <laughs> okay. Fat forehead. Seven. Seven. Great. So on a seven and nine with volley, you take what you can get, which means that you roll your damage and then roll a d4 and subtract that. Okay. Or you have to move to get your shot and you put yourself in danger. I'm going to take what I can get. Okay. So roll your damage. <laughs> Dang it. One. Holy God. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. And then, yeah, roll a d4. No. What? Wow. What? Wow. <laughs> oh, Zero. man. Too, bad luck. You roll a one on a one. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, no damage. Wow. He has a really thick forehead, too. <laughs> yeah. So it's like bullet time. The yeah. rocks fall like rain. <laughs> And it's just like slow movements as you connect with the rocks. They miss, miss, miss. <laughs> Hit a guy softly in the chest and it bounces right off. Dang. He just goes, my bunny hug. <laughs> he looks down at his chest and goes, huh? What was that? It's a rock. <laughs> okay. Normally uh, they kill people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they all start converging. Fatum lights up his axe. Bing, what do you do? Fight with honor roll. Enter a fight roll plus const. There wow. we go. 12. 
And what do you, you get? Three holds or whatever? I get three holds. Three okay. chi holds. I can use them however I want. Do you want to spend any right now? Okay, I'll deal my damage to a foe within my reach. Who's closest to me? Uh, the guy's behind you, probably. Okay, I'll spear slap hand backwards. All right. One. What does this hit look like? I just kind of backhand him. Yeah, and he... Uh, I say, shut up, you a face. <laughs> <laughs> and you spend so much time telegraphing as you're saying, shut up, your face. When you swing, he actually just ducks his head back and you miss him. Oh, damn it. No. Not even a, a glancing blow. Kevlar. Their training means that they have armor one. Shit. Yeah. And Fathom has more than that. Tuck, what do you do? Uh, Fathom starts coming. He starts stalking right towards you. Oh, no. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> dumpster's right next to Billy, you said. Yeah. So he wants to jump onto the dumpster, jump up and grab the axe. Oh, and yeah. And bring it down on Fathom. Okay. So defy danger dexterity to do your cool acrobatics. Oh. Oh, yeah. Nine. Nice. All right. So you, you jump up onto the dumpster, jump across the alley again reaching out for Larry, Terry, and Chad, mm-hmm. grab it, rip it out of the wall. And, and then push away against the wall and then come down on Fathom. Okay, roll hack and slash. 2d6 plus strength. 12. 12, okay. I think the 7 to 9 is that he's going to get you. Roll 2d10. 5. Okay, yeah, you do that. You bring your axe down. And he is not terribly expecting such an acrobatic maneuver from Tuck. So you, you bring your axe down on him, catch him in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Roll your damage. Ooh. A one. No. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. And he has armor, right? Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah, you. You. He's he's wearing that cloak. Uh huh. And you bring it down on his shoulder, and you feel it hit something hard underneath, and glance right off to the side. And as you come down, he's just holding his axe in both hands like a lacrosse stick, uh-huh. and he bashes you right in the face with the handle. Fuck. Uh, and you take five damage. Oh, whoa. Damn, Doc. Billy, the melee is on. Ving is engaged, the four men behind you. Yeah. Tuck is between the others and you. What do you do? I want to grab a rock and switch that for Fathom's axe. Wow. Would switcheroo make sense? Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you pick up a rock and you just like will yourself to take the axe from his hands? Um, Like I see Fathom smash Tuck in the face and I get really yeah. mad. I'm like, how dare he? So mm-hmm. I pick up a rock and I chuck it and like, in my throw, mm-hmm. it leaves, and I catch the axe. So you don't take his full axe. What? That, yeah, that's something that you, you've never tried it with something that someone's holding before. But what you do get in your hand is a very slick and pungently smelly, like, little metal tube. Oh. And it's just in your hand. And Tuck, you see, after a few seconds, as you're kind of tussling with Fathom, that the head of his axe goes out. And when I see that happen, I'm like, man, those things really don't work that well. Hey, what the? And he's like slapping the bottom of it and just like, oh, and he gets angry. And I use the distraction to knee him in the balls. <laughs> okay. Hack and slash. A real quick hack and slash. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Roll your damage. Roll damage. Six. Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was great. I really snuck that in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You hit him in whatever sort of armored. Like he, he, it feels like he's wearing chain under the pants that he's wearing. Yeah, he's wearing an armored cod piece, but I feel it dent pretty hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he goes like, oh, and backs up a little bit. Ving, the four guys that were behind you and Billy are basically trying to surround you. They've got their swords out at the ready. They're doing that thing where they're slowly trying to form a circle around you within the confines of the alley. What do you do? <clears throat> I'm going to break free from confinement they're- with my chi. Perfect. Uh, and uh, get on the outside of them. Um, I can-, can we do something together? Yes. Can I throw you the 
gross thing. Yes, please. And then mm. you use your elements, elements. to oh. explode a bomb Great. around them. That's Sick. fucking cool. Yeah. Great. So I'll use my, my second chi to get out of their confinement. Yeah. Um, up into, I use their, because their, their, it's cool out here. So the breath. So mm. I, I jump on their breath as it's coming out of their mouth. Oh, come on. <laughs> Light as a feather. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can even do a thing where like you're kicking off their bodies. You know what I mean? Like you're jumping up, kicking off one, two, and then okay, you're on the okay. other side. Uh, yeah. So you're now like outside of the ring of them. Billy throws me the the canister. Mm-hmm. I grab the rocks from the hole that Tuck's axe made, mm-hmm. and I um, launch a bunch of flaming bricks at the the guys. Pretty cool. Uh, so this is going to be elemental mastery. Yes. Yeah. Two d six plus constitution. Come on, big blammo. Oh, big fail. No. Oh. Four. No. Shit. Are you on the side with Billy, or are they between you and Billy? They're between. So you still pull it off. But roll your damage. Uh, which is D6. Three. Three. Okay. It hits everybody on this side of the alley. Like, uh, you try to do this cool thing. Meteor shower! But what you do is you basically, like, uh, the accelerant tube is pushed along and it explodes. And they all get hit with a bunch of burning gas. And so do you and Billy. So everybody takes that damage. Dang. And Tuck, you're tussling with Fatim. You knee him in the balls. He's trying to hit you with his axe. There's a huge explosion behind you. What do you do? Wait, do I? I don't have my axe. Do I have my axe? Yeah, you have your axe. Oh, no. okay. Then <laughs> uh, then I want to take TLC and then just try and cut the head off of his axe. Yeah. Yeah. Hack and slash. Yeah. Uh, six, seven, eight. Okay. Roll your damage. Ten. Jesus. Nice. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. That's a huge hit. Yeah. Well, just tell me what this looks like. You hit him hard. I guess I just swing the axe. He's like, he's holding it kind of like two thirds and one third. I slice right through the head of the axe. Mm -hmm. And then the amethyst spike on the back, like slices across his face. It catches his eye. Oh no. Shit. You swing down. It's this massive swing. It shatters the head of his axe, the spike and like the mechanisms inside just burst. And he is both burnt and cut on one side of his face. Oh, fuck. And he bellows in rage. Chunky monkey. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like he's not even trying to be cool and tough anymore. He's yeah. just bellowing like an animal. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the four behind him are like, uh, <laughs> uh-oh. Tuck feels bad about that. And it's at this point that you you hear a noise that reminds you that there's a secondary goal here. And you hear the voice of Cash in the building to your right screaming, I'm in here. Oh, no. I'm in here. Billy and Ving, what do you do? Uh, I have tricks of the trade. Okay, yeah. So you run up to the door that's like between... You jump up and try the handle and it is locked. Wiggling my stick. Nine, Plus dexterity. It, 11. Bam. You, make, you work this lock like nobody's so business. So fast. Yeah. Cash, I'm coming for you. <laughs> and uh, Ving, I assume you're following Billy? No. Or I guess you, you're fighting you that crowd of people. Yeah, I've got a crowd of people now and they're half on fire? Yeah, they're like singed did and I, they're pissed off. Did we take my consequence for elementary mastery? Uh, you got, oh yeah, what was your miss? Oh, it was a full miss? Well, yeah, I got a four or something. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, something catastrophic happens. Mm-hmm. Maybe part of the building that you're next to, like you manipulating the brickwork means that that building starts to collapse next to you. Oh, it speaks to the, the brickwork. Yeah. They're like, we're free. Like fire <laughs> Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like it's basically it. the building next to you is starting to 
crumble. Oh my God, and that's the one Cash is in. Yeah, that is the one that Cash is in. So the building starts to come down at the end of the alley. I've really done it now. <laughs> yeah. And Tuck, you hear this massive crash behind you as part of the wall falls down and the rest of the building starts to follow it. Uh, what do you do? Fathom is really mad right now. Yep. Can he see? Uh, Actually, probably not very much because, I mean, he's lost an eye <gasps> and he has another one. But he also just lost an eye. So I imagine his other one's not working great. It's full okay. of tears. Yeah. Uh, so Tech takes the broad side of his axe and he's just going to like fucking baseball bat <laughs> fat him in the head just yeah. to try and knock him out. Hack and slash. Seven. Roll your damage and then roll 2d10. Two. Mm-hmm. And then eight. Ooh. Yeah, you bash him. And uh, it's like he's so angry that he didn't notice but he takes the shattered axe pole that he's holding and he just stabs it right into your chest fuck yeah like he he holds it back like he's gonna throw a javelin and just jams it right into your chest you're such a (laughs) dick uh billy you're inside a building that starts to shake around you because you follow the the sound of cash yelling Mm -hmm. and he is uh bound legs and wrists lying on the ground in an empty room oh my god billy Billy. Yeah, yeah, it's me. What the hell? What's going on? Uh, there's a fight outside. I don't have time to explain. Let's uh, get you out of here. Okay, fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 2d6 plus dexterity. Eight. You cut Cash out of it really quickly mm-hmm. as the building rumbles around you. Yeah. And just as you cut the bonds on his wrists and legs, the doorway that you came in through collapses. Oh, uh, no. And it's just full of rubble and timbers. What uh, do you do? Oh, um, escape route. Oh, escape route. Yeah. Yeah, escape route's perfect. Five seven. Okay, so what do you what happens on a seven and nine? Uh, seven to nine, I can stay or go, but it costs me leave something behind or take something with you. The GM will tell you what. Yeah, you're like, okay, get up, get up. Come uh, on, what, we're what's, gonna... what's the escape route that Billy finds? <laughs> um, all the timber and stone that's collapsed, it, it still leads to the hallway, but you're basically like leaping through the timber, holding up like crumbling roof. Yeah, nice. And you're like pushing cash through it, like go this way, move yeah. your leg this way. And you get out of the building as Tuck is wrestling with a screaming fathom. Got an axe handle sticking out of my chest. Oh, no. Ving. Ving's kind of freaking out because he went in the house to go find Billy and Billy's already out there with Cash and the whole thing's crumbling. Oh, yeah. Like, where you went to go, like where you were going is all crumbled. And he's like digging through the rubble. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, the thing that you left behind it's is Ving. Ving. So, yeah, Billy, you, uh, you, oh, you run your hand across your forehead and I'm think like, about oh my god my luck is so good and then you hear Billy as the doorway that Ving went through crumbles <laughs> Ving you're trapped Ving! in this building that's collapsing what do that you do I did to myself I'm yeah. out here Ving what do you do shit shit I'll use I'll use Liza Feather to dance across the falling bricks okay cool yeah you see um like staircases that would lead to the higher levels in the building. But they're like just like, they already broke off. Yeah. It's just falling. like little pieces of flinder. Yeah. Falling woods. The roof might be the safest way to get out of here before the building collapses. Nice. Plus dexterity. Yeah. 10. 10. Great. So you do it. You dance along the falling rubble. Hot, 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 hot. Okay. So, <laughs> so you see like moonlight coming in through a hole in the roof as the building's falling down and you're jumping off bricks jumping off pieces of wood jumping off clouds of dust that drift across the alley and you just get to the top of this and you're a little bit too short to grab the edge of the rooftop i throw my spear up as like a last ditch it's like and i have the rope in my hand and the spear is snatched out of the air and you hang tight on this rope as you're lifted 
up to the rooftop. The face of Shia, the garden snake, peeking in through the roof. The hell are you doing in here? I'm fucking shit up. I brought the building down. I think I might have killed Billy. Oh my God, what have I done? It's fine. Just get up here. (laughs) And she yanks you onto the roof. We got to go to the other building right now. We're there. She runs, jumps, you behind her. Tuck, screaming, Fathom. Yeah, and he just stabbed me in the chest. Yeah, really hard. I should probably run away, right? At this yeah, point, at this point. I yeah. met like five HP. To- oh my God, get the fuck Holy out shit, of there. Yeah. That might be the closest you've been to dying like ever. Yeah, pretty bad. Holy shit. I mean, yeah. we have cash. We should go. Yeah, we yeah. have cash. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we got what we came for. Okay, yeah. I'm going to try and book it. Where's Billy? He's like behind you. He brings cash out of the building. He's okay. like, I, t- I imagine you yelled. Yeah. Let's go, let's fucking get out of here. Okay. Uh, Bing so, sees you guys down there. He's like, guys, I'm up here. Do I have to roll the bucket? Uh, oh, yeah, because he's going to try and stop you for sure. Oh, fuck. He's like in berserker mode. So defy danger dexterity. Okay. Whoa. Okay, well, 12. Fuck, yeah. guys. So he, uh, he's like reaching out at you with his bare hands, mm-hmm. and he's just <laughs> screaming and growling. And as you run away, he's tripping over himself trying to grab you. Yeah. And he drags himself forward a little bit and then he just collapses into a pile and you're gone and away and we lose ourselves in the crowd of people emptying out of the tetherball stadium yep yeah gone and away great commotion fire people are coming librarians are coming to put out the fire exactly yeah it's a huge thing that you're very easily able to get lost in and you disappear good god where do you guys meet up i guess like a couple streets over tuck just stopped so he could pull the axe handle out of his chest yeah yeah Yeah, it just clatters to the ground you got Uh, a gaping hole in your chest can i put a poultice on it yeah do you have poultice i got one there you go (sighs) what is what does that heal heal seven damage there we go holy (laughs) shit and that's healing that basically will come like over the next couple hours like he packs it and you start feeling less pain and then we'll slowly heal it and cash is like leaning against a garbage can just panting. You need to work out more. Nothing what? happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened to me. Oh my god, you got tied up and you're laying down. Just chill. I was dragged out of my home. I had a bag thrown over my head. By who was it? Was that the light guard? Yes. What was this? Did I do something? Did no. you guys do something? Yes. <laughs> uh oh. Oh no. What'd I you, wasn't gonna admit to that. What'd you do? Uh, nothing nothing what did you do it was an accident because i see tuck looking at me like don't stop we're gonna get evicted (laughs) oh shit evicted i was dragged out of my home they know where i live i can't go home i guess you should come with us where uh things like oh yeah 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 uh hi i'm shia she's like in her non-garden snake her hair's down her veil's off all that shit She's like, hi, I'm Shia. I would be happy for you to stay at my home if you promise not to tell anybody. And Cash is like, uh, he looks at the three of you. Sorry, pal. This is our only option right now. We'll make it right for you. All my stuff is in my, in my house. It's fine. We'll get you new stuff. All my protein powder. You don't use it. I was so close to getting through one of them. <laughs> I, let's just go. We don't want to tell him <laughs> yeah. that it was Tuck. That it was mostly me eating it. <laughs> Every time he takes a teaspoon out of it, there's like six cups handfuls. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Shia takes you through. Um, she takes you to the rich part of the lower ward. The sun is starting to come up now, 
and there's a really nice, beautiful park, very well tended grounds, even some like guards patrolling the park itself, uh, some people going to work. And she takes you to what looks like a, um, like an old fountain works. And she takes you around the back where it's kind of obscured by a bunch of bushes. And she goes, okay, you guys can't tell anybody about this either. Okay. Okay. Just don't tell anybody. And she takes her pinky and she pokes it into a part of the stonework and a little button presses and part of the fountain drops into the ground revealing a staircase that goes down into the darkness oh fucking sick and the water from the top of the fountain sprays in like a huge umbrella that obscures uh the area surrounding the fountain as the back of the fountain works itself drops away cool yeah staircase descending into darkness cool we head down there yeah she takes you through what looks like a it might have been like a smuggler's tunnel something like that some sort of weird old disused secret entrance can I ask you a question, like, as we're walking through? Of course, yeah. Like, just, why is there, like, all these underground tunnels? Oh, uh, I actually heard something pretty fun about this. So this goes, to, this goes to my room, which is apparently the former bedroom of a Sedell noblewoman. And when she was young, she used to apparently use this tunnel to sneak out and meet her secret lover. Oh, cool. Yeah. So now I use it to get in and out because nobody knows that it's here. Oh, nice. Everybody just assumes it's a story. And uh, you eventually come to another staircase that goes up to a stone, like a flagstone that she lifts up and slides to the side. Mm-hmm. And you come out in a very beautifully appointed bedchamber. Huge four-poster bed, beautiful silk sheets, many cushions, uh, chaise lounges, tapestries, paintings, flowers, like almost irresponsibly tall ceilings. You know what I mean? Like they're so high yeah. uh, that her room has just got this like palatial kind of bird cage feel. Vicky and- falls face down on the chaise lounge. <laughs> Holy shit. This place is like the biggest room I've ever been inside of. Oh, this isn't the whole thing. What? This I thought just- this was the whole palace. Oh no, this is just where my bed is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So Shia's just like, you all look beat to shit. What happened? I was kind of watching, but it was hard to see. I'm sorry, but being on the rooftop to keep an eye on you in that alleyway was not a good idea for a lot of reasons. I tried to do something out of my 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 wheelhouse. I mean, causing a dista- catastrophe is in my wheelhouse. It might be my wheelhouse. Yeah, there was an explosion. <laughs> oh, God. Was that you? Yeah, I was trying to use a Fathom's fire starter axe body spray, and it got out of hand. You, you brought down that building? Yeah, I brought down that building. Oh, that's so cool. Is it? I'm I'm so sorry that you went through that. But it's pretty cool. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, she I'm, looks at Tuck. I'm fine. Why do you ask? You're bleeding a lot. You look really pale. <laughs> the <laughs> poultice has come off a little bit and there's just like a small small pool of blood. But it's coming out with your heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And I just pack it back down. I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, and what about you, little guy? Oh, I'm fine. It, it just, you know, just soot. I'm pretty used to that, though. Oh, this is just dirt? You're, fu- you're, bes- you're okay besides that? I think so. I mean, it, all my hands. She puts her hands on her hips. You want to take a bath? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, you're not a bath kind of? I <laughs> seize up and I'm like, no. I think you talk her, like, put their fingers across the throat. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, we don't use the B word. I just thought that I have like a really nice 
bathtub with like a lot of uh, oils ooh. and like soaps no ugh, wow. soap I don't okay see. all right okay you don't have to take please a bath. don't make me please don't make i look at tuck and Vink. please don't make you me. don't have to i'll take you up on that bath yeah okay i'm glad somebody will he pulls like soaps epsom salts out of his <laughs> flaps you brought those to a fight i bring these <laughs> everywhere <laughs> she basically has her own wing that's cool of one of the buildings on the one of the several buildings on the Sidel grounds wow uh so we'll do a quick she gives you a little tour of her wing of the building so i want each of you to establish like a room that you come into basically uh starting with abdul um there's an indoor tennis court <laughs> but tennis isn't the same thing that it's in it it is in our world yeah um tennis is actually high light in this universe so it's like it's just another sport it's high light it's yeah. basically high light you wear a scoop on your arm and you yeah. whip a ball back and forth yeah, yeah 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 she's like yeah this is where i get you know some exercise doing what i do it's good to keep my cardio up keep my agility up hand-eye coordination I mostly do it by myself because nobody comes in here, but Aww. it's pretty fun. Hey, we're not nobody. Oh my God. We should play. <gasps> okay. Yeah. No, we'll do that. We'll do. Should we do it? No, we'll finish the tour. I'm getting the vibe. Not now. Not now. Not okay. Now. That's fine. Just that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> and she takes you to the next room. Ball. <gasps> it's a beautiful solarium full oh. of plants. Wow. So many plants, crystal clear glass, mm-hmm. but it's really high up. So it's like bouncing refracted light down from uh, other places. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a little offshoot with sunstone that's mm. like a nursery for plants. She's there's they're growing um, uh, cuttings and stuff under the sunstone light. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's tons of uh, tropical plants and medicinal plants and lots of cool like really old some of these and Ving's just like oh, I've never seen this I've heard that they exist but I can't find them in the wild blah 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 and he's going around so impressed with all the that's awesome crazy plants and uh, I would like to spend some time here and make some poultices and herbs cool. out of this because I just ran out yeah that's great so that'll allow you to basically refill great. three uses or whatever as you're resting here and she walks by like some of, she takes you to the cuttings zone where there's a lot of medicinal and like poisonous herbs and stuff like that she was like, yeah, this is actually pretty cool. I've had a lot of time to read about stuff and study. Um, and I use some of these to make it so my venom isn't lethal. Whoa. We got to scale it back. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I take them, I meditate, I go in and out of my form and now my venom is non-lethal. That's so cool. That is very It's pretty cool, cool right? It's a paralytic now. Wow. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Do you use poison as a thief? I used to. When I, I, I yeah, sometimes. Do you want? More poison? Yes. Okay, cool. So I will actually, uh, for Jessica, for your yeah. sake, what I will say is that because you don't have poisoner, that just means that whenever you use a poison, mm-hmm. if you fuck up a roll, you're potentially going to poison yourself. It sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, because poisoner meant like as long as he used it once, he was safe from it. Right. Yeah, but not anymore. It's, so it's all going to be like that situation in a little sir. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> or she's like, oh. What? I could give you some of my venom. I look at Ving and I'm like, <laughs> can I? Uh, I mean, if you want to milk her for her venom. I'll milk myself. Thank you very much. I do not need to be milked. <laughs> and we move on to the next room, Jessica. Oh, it's like a covered patio-ish that you just walk out onto. And it's like a re- outdoor reading area. And there is her pet. Oh, can I give her a pet? Yeah, totally. Okay. What's her pet? <laughs> any ideas uh, I want a cow 
I kind of want it to be like exotic. I want. I mean, okay. Yeah. Like one of those northern wolves, like Ooh. from the northern the timber wolf. Whatever you're from, thing. Arctic wolf. Yeah, an Arctic oh. wolf. You know, really big. It's very really white, big and silver blue white. Eyes. Blue eyes. Oh man, fluffy baby. Like maybe I mean because I like an animal but big. Uh-huh. It's like you know. Four, five feet off the ground. It's a horse at the shoulder. Oh like my a horse. god! Like a pony. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Princess Mononoke. Oh my yeah. god! You have a huge bear. <laughs> no, he's not a bear. He's what's the name? What's a good name for a wolf? Uh oh, um, Wolfenstein. No, <laughs> <laughs> half wolf, half R. L. Stein. <laughs> <laughs> slippers. Slippers is pretty cute. Yeah, sure. Slippers. Slippers three. Yeah. Yeah. She's had three wolves or three pets named Slippers. Slippers the third. Yeah. No, she's not a bear. And she runs up and starts like ruffling the sides of the wolves. Who's one of my slippers? (laughs) Yeah. This is Slippers three. She's a cutie pie. I run over. She's huge. Yeah. She's nice. She's really nice. Wow. So big. Can I pet you? And she's just like, <sighs> thank you. Wow. Yeah. So soft. It's thick fur. Your hands just sink into oh, it. Billy puts his face in the fur. Yeah, she's pretty great. She's really my only. She's pretty great. She's really nice to have around. Aww. She's so soft and comfortable. And Bing. I, I lean over to Ving. I'm like, I think your sister's really lonely. <laughs> no, that's not my sister. Oh, oh, her. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, right. You can oh, talk you... to animals. Uh, You're gonna talk I... to this wolf. Yeah. Ving goes up to the wolf and and uh, lays down in front of him and, sh- and exposes his belly to her to ingratiate. <laughs> Yes, you show me the proper deference. <laughs> Bows low to the ground. You are a great tundra wolf. Thank you. I have roamed far from home to this sweltering prison. <laughs> no, 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 no. This sweltering yes. land. But you... I am treated kindly by this young girl. How far you were found yourself upon these shores? I have. I know not how far. I crossed the ocean as a pup. And here I am. Many year later... You are gracious to keep guard with this woman. I would protect her with my life. And I would too, for she is my half-sister. And that makes you my pet. (laughs) (laughs) My half My Who's my slippers? You're my slippers. And she goes, I am. I am your slippers. (laughs) Scratch my head. Yes, right. Nugget, 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 nugget. Kiss, 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 kiss. And she, Shia is just watching you go like, and her go. And now you're rolling around on the ground. I want to blow her a kiss, but make it like an ice kiss. And she closes her eyes and her fur ruffles as she feels the icy winds of her homeland for the first time. Yeah. We are of the same place. She breathes deeply and she is at peace and she dies. <laughs> no, Bing is re-traumatized. <laughs> no, she's she's just having a great time. She loves you, and she and Shia's like, I knew it. I knew she would like you. I knew she would like you. She explains this to you. She's like, Yeah. So the Sedels let me stay here. I just kind of keep to myself. They bring me food every once in a while. I can I can ask for it, but they just make sure that nobody comes in here. And nobody knows that I live here. So the Sedels keep her inside their compound, which nobody else has access to. Yeah. The Sedels are one of the richest and probably the most politically influential families in McCall. Mm-hmm. Probably on the continent. 
Probably, yeah, on this side of the world, for sure. What are they getting out of this arrangement? Yeah, why do they let you live here? Like, like I said, my mom was a family friend, and she really helped them out. There needs to be more information than just yeah. that. Why? Why? Because, like, that's all. Like, look at this. What kind of uh, favor are we talking? Because fucking people suck, yeah. man. Like, I went to the soup kitchen last week, and, like, just because I had four helpings, they wouldn't give me a fifth. <laughs> And it's like, it's soup. It's not that expensive. Like, like, how come I can't have soup? Uh, you know, people aren't nice enough to give me soup, but they're nice enough to give you a, a castle? Like, there oh, must be a reason. I, I see. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, Billy's kind of starting to grasp the wealth disparity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you hungry? Finally. Like, no one ever asks. <laughs> and Cash is like, Billy, we ask all the time. Not all enough. The time. Not enough. And yeah, so we're going to definitely get some food for Billy. But first, you were asking her why do the Siddells care about What's you? What's the favor? What did your mom do for them? Yeah. So, okay. Well, um, from what I understand, like 70 something years ago, the Siddells had a kid who was being threatened in some way by somebody like there was like some big thing and the kid was like basically on the on the fucking chopping block you know what i mean there were people that were gunning for this kid and uh, my mom used her connections to help smuggle the kid out of the city and off the continent and then the kid later came back to mccall and took his place as vizier cool yeah so she smuggled a vizier out and it was like a huge deal and because of that she was a really close member of the family and when i was born they just like accepted they loved me like they loved her and then my mom died like 50 years ago and now i'm still here i think tuck's pissed about this what oh because i he's just like i fucking spent years like this is what's going through his head he's just like i was on the fucking street for years and it's just like your mom saves one person and you can eat every night? This is bullshit. Aww. He doesn't say, I don't oh, think okay. he, says he doesn't say that out loud. He thinks this, but he's yeah. just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. You hear a vase shatter in the background. <laughs> Everybody whips around. Uh, Tuck has nonchalantly just pushed a vase off a table. What? <laughs> he's acting out a little yeah. bit. You know? yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's not even mine. I didn't put it there. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Tuck, you're bleeding a lot. I'm fine. Oh, no. yeah. Do you want me to take care of that? I get hurt sometimes on the job, so I'd be happy to sew you up. Sure, yeah, that would be great. Okay, let's go back to the bedroom, I guess. Ooh, wait a second. Everybody. <laughs> oh. Everybody okay, come back okay. to the bedroom. I wasn't cool. sure if it was one of the bed t- bedroom memories that would be happening. <laughs> no, isn't your... No, what? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Anyways, sew you up. Yeah, please. Please sew me up. I'm bleeding fucking so much. Yeah. It, you look back at the trail we've walked through, and it's it looks like a fucking slip and slide. There's oh God. so much blood, like more than Tuck thought he had. Yeah. He's been touching so many things. You can, <laughs> you can see all of the things that he has broken as they've walked through her wing of this yeah. palace. Where it's like, oh, yeah, he's, like, fucked up all of those paintings <laughs> and smashed so many things. Yeah. You could see there is, like, a chest of drawers that he was handling a lot. So <laughs> he, 
He did something to that. <laughs> He's got a lot of handprints. All the drawers are closed, weirdly enough. Uh, and as you're walking through, she's like, don't worry, I'll get somebody to clean this up. Good. <laughs> and cut to the bedroom. Billy has gotten some food. What did Billy get from the kitchens? Um, she it looks like she's like vegan or something. <laughs> so I just have like some dragon fruit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What's Ving doing? Uh, he's he's uh, sampling some of the edibles from the solarium and making oh. his poultices. Nice. Oh, yeah. Ving is going to make some poultices. Yeah. Great. And uh, Shia has put Tuck in. He's on a chaise lounge because it's the only thing wide enough for him to fit on. Cool. And she's like kind of kneeling on the chaise lounge next to you, kind of leaned over your chest and she's sewing up the hole. Maybe because Tuck is so like wide. Yeah. He's too high for her to like kneel down or sit down. So she's like crouched on his chest. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, sewing him up. Yeah. At, you know Sitting what? cross legs. Yeah. You know what? She starts standing next to you and she's trying. She's like, you know what? And she just like climbs up on top of you, basically. Ving's mm-hmm. eyes narrow a little bit, and is kneeling, <laughs> and she's she's got her knees on your chest, basically. Um, and she's just so she starts sewing up the hole with like a hook needle. Yeah, and as she's doing that, when Ving's eyes narrow, like yeah. I like I turn to Ving and I'm just I stick my tongue out and I like wink like this. She <laughs> <laughs> makes like a little emoji face, and Shia's like, try not to try not to move. I'm not moving. I could feel. The muscles in your torso tense. Just don't move. <laughs> Tuck is making faces and Billy's watching this happen. He's just shaking his head really slowly. Billy, Edge. sorry. No, what's Billy doing? Oh, I'm literally, like, I'm kind of just edging closer, like, because I like Shia a lot. Uh-huh. So I'm, like, trying to, like, I'm just laying nearby eating the fruit. <laughs> just laying nearby. Billy's climbed up on the chest as yeah. well. She's got a bowl of warm water on your shoulder with, like, bloody rags in it. And she's just, yeah, she started sewing you up. And she's working the like uh, hook and gut through your through the wound, slowly sewing it up. So, yeah, you're from a call, right? Yeah, I uh, I'm from the sticks, actually. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> really? Yeah, whoa. But you're so, um, you just don't seem like somebody that'd be from the sticks. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? I don't know. You just seem kind of like clean. No, I wasn't gonna say clean. Um. I just mean, you seem like self-assured. A lot of people in the sticks seem kind of like beaten down, you know? Yeah, it's a real problem. That's what happens when like three families have all of the money. Ah, yeah. Yep. Do you ever get out into the sticks? At night. Wink. You just steal from people up in the upper ward. No. What? Rifle through their apartments. Okay. All right. I see where you're coming from, but it was a job. I've got a reputation. It wasn't personal. It was just business. Sure. Yeah. I, I swear. I like usually, I usually tar, I usually steal like nicer stuff. I mean, no, not nicer stuff, but just like better. Oh my God. Valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Valuable stuff. Monetary yeah. value. I, it's but okay not just monetary value it's really fun to steal something to like make a point you know that's really fun like um uh one time i uh i went into the house of this guy that owns a bunch of theaters and i replaced all of his like antique like scripts with a bunch of books that i wrote <laughs> and they were pretty funny and uh he was pretty pissed about that i just threw him out 
I like Tuck is there's like so much going on in his head right now because yeah. he's just like this is the exact kind of person who like this is fucking like who What's I wrong hate. yeah yeah this is everything that is wrong with McCall where it's like some fucking entitled girl yeah has been provided for her entire life fucking steals and thinks it's funny and I literally spent years of my life stealing to live yeah while she was doing this yeah 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 i don't this just like tuck wants to be like fucking jokey and nice and stuff and it's like ving's sister but like he's fucking mad (laughs) it's weird this is weird for him totally yeah tuck did say all this out loud he just like confronted her about oh yeah she's she just like gets down off of you with like the the gut with the hook on it just like hanging down on your chest a little bit she's like i this is like i didn't choose this life you know you you understand that right like i didn't choose to live here i didn't choose to have more you choose to go out and take every night why would no that's not the point that's not the point the point is not to no, the point is not to like take it from the people that have it and give it to the people that need it. It's to take it from the people that have it and to tell them nobody needs it. That's it, right? Like, no. Yeah, nobody needs it. Next time you're in the fucking sticks, maybe stop and look around. Maybe watch the kids. Look, I know, I bet that no, you. Sh- no, I bet I, that you think this conversation is going to be like, you show me, you reveal the error of my ways. And after 65 years of doing this, I'm going to have this revelation. Fuck. Why would I think that? Like, McCall's been like this for hundreds of years. People like you don't change. Like me. And then Tuck's just like, get off of me. I'm already off of you. I established that already. You just want to bleed all over my room? Yeah, I'll fucking bleed all over whatever I want. Or I, do you not want my poor blood touching your rich stuff? Hey, no. Uh, look. Guys. Wa- he, I Tuck just starts walking away. Tuck. Oh. No, 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 no. You know what? You stay. You stay. I'm going to go. Okay? No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm leaving the room. We're I'm, all going to go. No, 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 no. I'm leaving the room first. Okay, hold on. Stop. Hold on. Hold on. Tuck was just going to the tennis court. <clears throat> Bing, I... Look, come on. Like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not as upset with... You understand, he came from the streets. I know. He's lived the struggle. You're on the other side. He can't know what it's like, and you can't know what he's gone through. I guess I just don't... I, can't, I, I don't understand how I can look at somebody like that, somebody that just has so much physical power, mm-hmm. and be like, well, you know, he didn't get what he wanted. And that's a real shame. It's not about the physicality. And he's in survival mode. And he's been in survival mode since he was a baby kid. You know what that does to a person? It turns them huge and soft at the same time. <laughs> I guess. Sorry. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how to cut a, this scene. That's so fucking funny. No, don't cut that scene. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, I just feel like. There's a huge gaping wound in your life and you're filling it with other people's stuff. I guess, but like, you got this kid. You got Billy. Look at him. He's like the size of like a, I don't even know, like a big loaf of bread. (laughs) And he can do whatever he wants. He's quick. He's fast. He's smart. He's got instinct. 
That's not always, that's not really true. What do you mean? I'm a lot older than you think I am, and I've seen a lot more than you could imagine. There's a lot more to a lot of things. I can show you. What do you, show me what? Just what it's like out there when you don't have anything. Um, here, uh, grab Shia's hand. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I have Chamberlain's ring. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to do the thing where, um, you know, like with Ch- Chamberlain's ring, how I was able to get like Tuck and Ving to like see my memories. Yeah. I'm going to do that with her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I roll for it or not. No, I don't think you need to. Okay. Yeah. Um, And that I lead her over to Tuck. Did you go to the tennis court? I Tuck just went on the balcony. Okay. He just yeah. needed air. Yeah. He's like he's really in it right now. Yeah. She's yeah. back. He brought her him back to this raw child. Yeah. 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 So she yeah, there's she has a balcony that faces into the ground. So like she doesn't have anything that faces out. Yeah. So you're looking at like other wings of the buildings and it's just fucking enormous. Like this grounds these grounds might as well be as big as the area that Tuck covered as a child. It's like yeah. the Vatican. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And he's like, he's got, he took his axe off his bag. He's just like smashing random stuff. <laughs> and it's like not making him feel any better because he knows yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. Uh-huh. Like, of penis of a fountain. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then he feels bad about that because it was like weirdly <laughs> mutilative. So he just smashes the rest of the fountain. Better just murder the fountain. Uh-huh. Hey, Tuck. Can yeah. you stop smashing stuff? <laughs> <laughs> you always tell me I can't just break things. Yeah, okay, I'll stop smashing stuff. Okay, do you have Chamberlain's ring? Yeah, and he like lifts his hand up. Okay, so I put mine on. Here, hold my hand. Okay. Um, Shy, I'm just going to show you what Tuck's talking about. And I, I don't, sorry, show me, well, I don't understand. Just like close your eyes and hold my hand. Okay, all right. I like visually that they're kind of played out like stained glass. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. the rings. Mm, it's yeah. in the same sort of motif. Sure. That's really cool. So what's a memory that she sees of Billy's? Um, they're really early memories. Um, it's Billy like after first <laughs> Bill, the first one after he dies and I'm like kicked out of the barn where I lived and I loved that barn and it was like f- so warm, so full of hay and there's like chickens and stuff that mm-hmm. I could cuddle up next to. Um, and I had to go sleep in the fields and woods behind the village and I would be hungry, so I'd like eat whatever I could find in the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was always hungry and I was sad and I would watch kids at school play and I could never play with them. Mm-hmm. And that went on for like decades. And then I'm going to show her some of Tuck's memories. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty bad one. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when, uh, like when we started the game... Like, we were like, Billy reminds me of someone I couldn't save. Mm. And that was my dog. Aww. And it was, like, after he's been on the street for a year. Like, Bruce died. And then, like, he found a dog, like, a few weeks later. And the dog just followed him around. And then, like, it wasn't anything big. Like, he just didn't have a home. He was on the street all the time. There's a lot of carts. Like, there's a lot of carts. And, like... Like, Tuck darted across the street, he looked back, and Dog was dead. Shit. I go back to a memory of, like, um, one of the uh, harvest feasts, and I, Billy wasn't allowed to go. Yeah. But 
it was a ton of food, like tables of food. And when they were all done to make sure Billy couldn't get any, they burned it. Oh. And Billy just like would watch. Fuck. Oof. One more from Tech. Um. So like uh, Tech, he had like he has his locket, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the locket that he was actually found with. Aww. He tells everyone that it was the locket he was found with. But Tuck was cornered by Fathom, oh. and Fathom stole it, and like fucking, he like he threw it off the uh, like off the cliff, mm-hmm. like into mm-hmm. the lower ward. Mm-hmm. And when Tuck went down there to look for it, like the light guard came down on him hard. Mm. Shit. So he, the one he has right now is one that he like stole from a rich person and like put random pictures in he can't even remember the pictures that were in the original one wow that's so fucking sad yeah and you painful memory you briefly get uh rendered in that stained glass a memory of shia's that is her as a young child probably 11 or she looks like she's 11 or 12 but as you see her at this age you you get glimpses of her mother aging and Shia staying the same age and her mother's eventually like bent and old and dies and then you get an image of her in her room that looks a lot like this room maybe less richly appointed at the time and she's alone she just sits on the bed and then eventually she gets up she picks up a vase and she smashes it on the ground somebody comes in wordlessly cleans it up and leaves she's alone for a bit longer she pushes over a bookcase somebody comes in wordlessly cleans it up and leaves and then there's just an image of her laying on her bed, buried in it, this child buried in a massive sea of comfort, miserable. 